Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Pirate Radio. Hopper here. Sorry I'm a bit late, but it's time to do newsletter number two for September 2020, dedicated to Silas Warner. Thank you for your hard work introducing voice into gaming through Castle Wolfenstein, not Wolfenstein. Through your company Muse, who had some rough times after Castle, Castle Wolfenstein 1 and 2. Um, I guess you either had a bankruptcy or a failure business-wise. You worked your ass off behind a computer programming, and you did some amazing things with voice, stealth, shooters, adventure, action adventure, etc. But you never got paid. Um, I get it, Silas. You know, give and give and give. I heard that basically Romero and his gang bought Wolfenstein for five grand. So I'm begging Microsoft, uh, Bethesda, the Romero team, whoever that got some of this $7.5 billion in cash to pay Silas's wife or set up a foundation to... Um, teach kids to code. Uh, the quiet giant needs to be recognized. He left. A, he left an incredible legacy in gaming that's still going today. I value that property as one billion dollars as part of the deal that went off in September. So, this newsletter is dedicated to you, Silas. We love you. We miss you. Your legacy, your Wolfenstein, will live forever. So let's start with the rumors. According to Sports Card Investor on YouTube, the NBA sports card uh, market started to crash uh, in September because basically a lot of the players that have never won championships that people were spending thousands of dollars on, uh, a lot of the prison rookie, rookie cards uh, have dropped 40%. So across the board, it's dropping. Even Kobe Bryant was dropping. The rotation is going into NFL cards. Uh, Michael Jordan's really the only card that's... Uh, Holding its own. LeBron, I don't know. He was dropping in September. We'll see in October. Um, it looks like peak comics have, have passed. Uh, if you look at the 20 most expensive comic book sales in the world, they all happened between 2010 and 2014. Um, it looks like comic money loves video games. Um, a lot of rumors about who the investors are, Series A and B and WADA Games, Inc., we know it was founded by Dennis, whose father was a comic guy, but Dennis is a hardcore video game guy. Um, I don't know much about Kenneth, the co-founder. I know Ryan comes from security and um, high technology security uh, companies, and he also was in music. So the question is, who are the investors in, uh, in WADA? We don't know, but the rumor is that it's comic money. So comic books, if they've passed the peak, they want to see video games come up. Another rumor is that the Kmart collection is on the way to Heritage. I don't know much about the collection, but it sounds like a good one. I love Kmart price tags, so I'd love to see those in water cases. This isn't a rumor. I got the email from Heritage. They pulled two keys from the uh, last uh, auction in September on the same day of the auction hours prior the rumor was that they can't really do that from the uh, consignment side unless it's three days or more. I guess that's if you're a seller. They pulled a Mario and a Superman. Let me know if there are any sealed Supermans in the world. This might not be a rumor, but according to Pat the Punk um, on uh, YouTube, he has a video that explains who won the signature auctions. 
including the $33,000 prototype, probably the Gyromite, the $50,000 Zelda, etc. This coin investor, quote unquote, spent $130,000 at Heritage as a, quote, experiment, unquote. I don't know if that's called speculation, investing, collecting, but clearly he's not buying games out of nostalgia like most of the people on social media in the first wave. This is a second wave of new money that probably is looking at alternative investing. So the real question is, are the collectors and the gaming community going to take that leap away from nostalgia and start moving towards, let's say, Atari, Magnavox, Fairchild, um, historical pieces, circuit boards, uh, early Atari uh, nostalgic pieces like Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs, uh, you know, breakout game. And you can Google Atari Inc. list of titles, and that would be pretty much like tobacco cards and baseball. Good luck finding that stuff. Water rumors. The big boys want water. Um, at this point, I can disclose that an offer was made to buy water. And I'll leave it at that. Hopefully, um, more uh, news will come out in October. The pop report rumors are flying. Um, all I can say is that most people that most of my sources are saying that NES is going to drop first. So what that implies is that when the pop report drops, it's going to be underwhelming because you might be expecting GameCube, PS2, PS1 data, and it might only be NES. Now, I have confirmed with a very high up source that uh, it's really about data and normalization so you really need ones twos threes fours fives and sixes to balance out the seven eights and nines and uh there's also integration because they're using an app and a and a hardcore high security database so who knows when the pop report's going to come out um i'm hoping to do an episode on pop reports and i'm going to start with digging into psa because that's where i came from and then maybe using you know michael jordan as a parallel to look at mario and stuff like that but Pop report is a big topic. All I have now is rumors. This is probably confirmed by now, but a greater left Wada, and he had an amazing connection collection. He has an amazing collection, and the rumor is that this collection might come out. It might come to market. Um, very high end, high grade pieces could be available soon. Wada is also improving the pro processes and. I'm not sure if this is a rumor or confirmed, but they are hooked up with the Video Game History Foundation run by Frank Cipaldi, and he is the foremost expert on historical code preservation. So I do believe that's a win-win because if Wada's going to be sending in prototypes, even if they're finals, um, you know, what if the, the boot screen is slightly different? You know, there could be small variations, colors, whatever. Frank's the man that can dump those ROMs, preserve that code, and it's a win for the foundation, which is a nonprofit, you know, looking at the historical part of the gaming industry. And then WADA gets that stuff in a preservation case that makes a collector very happy. And I love uh, prototypical graded pieces and, in fact, just got a few of my own. Full disclosure, I just invested quite a few thousand into a test cartridge and two prototypes and a, and a not for resale. I guess that's not a prototype, but I consider that kind of in that vein. So you can uh, you can look up uh, Frank's foundation at gamehistory.org. Uh, uh, Kelsey up in Washington who runs Pink Gorilla is also on the board of directors now. So I think they're doing a great thing preserving um, 
you know, code and artifacts, you know, it could be anything from artwork to manuals to whatever. Um, and foundations, I guess, theoretically will be loaning pieces out to museums. And I think I went over that in my book speed run. There are museums like the Strong, the Smithsonian, etc., that are uh, building video game collections. Excuse me. Okay, so let's move on. Um, I don't think this is a rumor. If you look up Nerdy Girls uh, Live with uh, Dennis, uh, he talks about the next blisters. Um, he just sent me a message on Instagram that he could do the gold cartridge for Punch-Out out of Japan, which was some variation for the disc system. I don't know much about Super Famicom. So I'm assuming Wada can do Famicom, Super Famicom, and in the future, DS, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I can't wait to send in my sports titles from Xbox One. Um, video Games 101 with Super NES Man is the name of the YouTube video where you can, uh, if you have an hour and a half, you, Nerdy Girl interviews Dennis, and they're pretty funny. They're pretty casual. It's uh, It's got a lot of juicy nuggets in it. I suggest that video. So let's move on to prices. Um, it looks like the Zelda, possibly the Singer Zelda, is going to be the first million-dollar game. Uh, another Zelda has already turned down a $300,000 offer. Uh, the Black Box Mario, the famous 114, you know, partially owned by the uh, founder and CEO of Heritage, has turned down a $300,000 offer. The street is valuing that Black Box Mario at a half a million right now. And uh, there have been some Tyson variants that have sold for $100,000 earlier this year. Let's move on to headlines. Uh, if you look at the mainstream news, they're just going crazy over the uh, $7.5 billion all-cash deal into cloud gaming. Basically, Microsoft bought millions of cloud gamers. So the new, the new big boy game is to basically get as many users as possible into your cloud gaming infrastructure and lock them into a monthly, you know, a monthly business model, just like Netflix, just like Disney, just like streaming, Hulu, whatever. It's coming for games. It's here. Amazon's jumping in with Luna Games. They're joining the party. I don't know how much they invested, but we can say that's a million, 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 million dollar investment, maybe five to $10 million investment into cloud gaming. Um, now, this $7.5 billion deal, Microsoft is is got one of the strongest balance sheets in the world you know, maybe next to Apple, they have more cash. They have, you know, they're in the league of Warren Buffett's uh, Berkshire, Apple, Microsoft. We're talking about companies that have a hundred billion dollars in cash. They could easy, easily get more cash. They could sell stock. They could do this. They could do that. They can just, you know, crash any gaming party. So they sucked up Wolfenstein, Fallout, Elder. And once again, uh, boys over at Xbox, could you please pay Silas? Um, if you look at the $7.5 billion in all cash, how big of a number is that? Well, let's see. It works out to three times Nintendo's average yearly profits, and it's more than Sony's total 2019 profits for everything, movies, games, and that's pre-pandemic. Are you kidding me? This is big money. Silas, you know, let's pay Silas, you guys. Sony invested millions, if not 100 million, into PlayStation All Digital, and they're going to launch that in probably, what, one month from today. Uh, basically, Japan is saying, okay, America's looking at Netflix models. Uh, you know, we're going to jump in. So Nintendo answers that shot across the bow by saying, you know what, we're going to retire our main flag flagship uh, handheld console. Sayonara. To the 3DS, 75 million units shipped, 
you're going to be lucky to find your last units at retail right now. Tribeca adds Hideo Kojima, godfather of the Metal Gear series, which people say he's the godfather of stealth. I personally disagree under the First Amendment freedom of speech. I think the godfather of shooting, stealth, and voice is Silas. That's Wolfenstein. Uh, that game scared the shit out of me on an Apple II in Sparks, Nevada, next to where Tesla built a factory. Decades later, I was in the desert. Some kid invited me over, and when I heard that, that uh, German you know, soldier shout at you when you got too close to you know, it was it was the scariest thing because I heard someone talking out of a computer and, and this is like decades before the iPhone. So, you know, Kojima gets all the rock star status. He got paid, but let's pay Silas. Sorry for beating a dead horse, but Silas needs to get paid. Finally, CEO Jane Rosenthal of the Tribeca said, we've, al we've always brought artists and audiences together. We believe game creators are artists. They're creating stories, characters, lore, and languages, and their work should be celebrated, and it will be celebrated. Let's move on to grading. Collector's Universe, who owns PCGS, the leading coin company, uh, coin grading company in the world, and PSA, the leading trading card uh, grading company in the world, is going to roll out or has rolled out robotics for imaging. So this is to speed up the process. The rumor is they're backlogged a million items. So if you're thinking WADA's backlogged, take a look at sports cards, trading cards. They're backlogged 1.5, maybe 1 million items. Are you kidding me? And on the good side of that, PSA and WADA are hiring. So if you want to get into the hottest industries on the planet right now as far as collectibles go, uh, you know, if you want to live in sunny California, PSA down in uh, Los Angeles area, and then WADA in Colorado if you love the mountains, hiking, biking, skiing, snowboarding, Crisp air, clean water, WADA's hiring. CGC went into Magic the Gathering and Pokemon. They're now grading cards. That's from July, but we had to drop it. CGC has replaced the universal grade designation. I'm not exactly sure what that means, but you can Google that. WADA removed the pros, so you can't just click through and submit prototypes anymore. Uh, Quote-unquote, prototype submissions paused. Um, you've got to email them. So it's going to be more of a personal one-on-one -on -one thing. I think Frank is involved. I think they want to know maybe a little bit of a backstory on the piece. So, you know, this is actually good for me because I think that it is, it's okay to treat these prototypes as artwork, a one-off, you know, each piece is slightly different and each piece probably has a different backstory. And I think that is important. WADA added subgrades under grade details, and you can do this on your phone, uh, through a browser on your phone. You can do it online, but you're able to click on grade details and get your subs. I'm noticing on the private side, a lot of people are pre-selling or showing off their uh, subs and their grade reports before they even physically have the items. I've actually, full disclosure, I've bought items that are not in the seller's hands based on this new beautiful uh, subgrade detail at WADA. Good job, WADA, on this. I'm all for full, full disclosure, 100% transparency. I hope you guys release a small PDF that explains when the pop report might drop, what's going to be in it, what to expect. Maybe we don't need the data, but give us some information, please, WADA. Ryan has taken over WADA operations as interim CEO. He gave me a call the other day and thanked me for the uh, newsletter. I want to thank you, Ryan. I loved our conversation. We both have MBAs. Sure, we're not, you know, hardcore uh, 90s, 2000s gamers, but 
I think that, you know, we can bring uh, a perspective to the hobby if it wants to grow up beyond nostalgia. I think that it is becoming a business. And if you're going to be a growing business and you're looking to take on maybe a, a PSA, a CGC or something like that, you know, that's a serious big boys game. And I think this is a great move by WADA because it suggests that they might be looking for a permanent CEO. And I'm thinking, hmm, could that be from another company like CGC, PSA, PCGS, or maybe someone at Heritage or, or maybe someone in the comic industry or somebody that has you know, decades of experience in grading and auctioning and one-off artwork and all the stuff that gaming seems to be moving towards as we move from a toy through hobby, through nostalgia to investing and artwork. So uh, a little bit of fun background on Ryan. Um, he's actually been a professional cyclist, which is amazing. So in business, I studied business at the grad school level for six years. I did my thesis on the auto industry, uh, which is, you know, primarily Japanese and American. And you'll find a lot of American executives come from either military or a sports background. And the bottom line is, if you, for example, if you watch the Console Wars video game um, documentary, they interview a lot of the higher ups in Nintendo and Sega. And one of the higher ups was a Vietnam vet. And he said, you know what? Business is war. You know, Sega built their army. Nintendo was, you know, was entrenched in and we we took it at them. You know, we we invented Sonic to go head to head with Mario, etc. So, you know, Ryan has a background in competing at a very high level in sports. So I think he's a great, great leader um, as Wada grows from kind of a hobby business into a real business. Um, vintage motorcycle collector. That is very, very interesting. Yeah, I grew up riding dirt bikes. Hmm. So the other thing I wanted to mention, um, moving on to VGA, was that VGA dropped a beta pop report. I had a bipolar episode since May, so I'm not exactly sure when, but I wish I could go back into time because I pulled up the VGA beta pop report database a few times on my PC, sometime between May and September, and I somehow tapped into the database and I clicked on some Atari games, but I couldn't drill down. And for one moment, VGA did drop a pop report on the website. Now when I type in pop report, it comes up, error has occurred and I can't access it. So speaking of pop reports, let's move on to rumors of solds. Well, these aren't really rumors, but a baseball card sold for $4 million in July, a basketball card sold for $2 million in July, a magic card sold for $250K in August, a Pokemon card sold for $230K in Japan, a sealed Pokemon box sold for $200K, a black box Mario sold for over $80K, a Zelda sold for over $50K, a Tyson sold for over $50K in July. Goon number one in CGC 9.9 .9 just set to modern comic record a contra golden ismb3 etc sold for over 20k let's move on to catalysts looking forward catalysts are things that investors look for every time they go into a position or make you know a significant investment in a piece they're looking into the future for something that's going to help appreciation october we're looking at a lebron james fourth championship with three teams this is unprecedented if you want to invest in sports games they are completely undervalued I recommend NBA 2K14 and the NBA 2K19 Special Edition with Urban. Um, full disclosure, I've gone heavy into those positions. Uh, November 28th, we have the Tyson fight. January, we have the Mortal Kombat movie. March, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider 2. July, Uncharted with Wahlberg. 
uh, April Monster Hunter, June Tribeca Video Game Awards. Um, I'll just cut it off there. The rest is 2021. Social media. Uh, you want to get into the high-level uh, collecting community that has incredible deep years of decades of knowledge. I suggest these Facebook groups. High-end game room with over 1,000 members. Show off your WADA certified games with almost 500 members. Sell your WADA graded games with uh, 350 members. And then there's a Sealed Games Club public group, over 400 members, that's primarily non-graded and it's very international. So that's kind of gives you a, a taste to see which countries are coming online. Um, I think the leader is maybe from the Middle East and he's currently in Japan as a PhD student of that group. Um, I'm hoping to bring on someone I met in Twitter from Germany because I understand Germany is, is you know, they've been in the VGA game for years now. Um, there's a lot of nice, I think, Game Boy pieces in Germany, maybe Master System. We'll see. If you want to find me on social, Instagram, game underscore investing, Twitter, game investing, um, and Facebook, game investing in Great and Games, eBay, Great and Games. So I wanted to thank my podcast listeners. 65% of you are from the United States, 15% from Canada, 6% from Germany, 5% from the UK, 2% from Norway. 1% Mexico, Czech, Sweden, Finland, and France. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Everyone around the world that's interested in this uh, this little hobby growing up from nostalgia into investing. Full disclosure, 100% transparency. If I have any uh, mistakes in this podcast or anything I drop, feel free to send me a message or call me or email me. Um, I would be happy to make any corrections. And if you have any juice, for me, for the October newsletter, I've already started writing it. I've got a great reception. Um, a shout out to Valerie and Ryan for uh, thanking me. I mean, those two emails and phone calls put me on top of the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you, WADA and Heritage. Um, I can keep going and keep giving and keep researching and grinding 80-hour weeks because I know that someone out there appreciates the information. And if I can help one, two, three, four, five people, that's enough to keep me going. Um, and if you want to come on the podcast, send me a message in social media. Let me know where your passions are. I'm sure I can figure out how to twist that into, you know, some sort of a bridge between nostalgia and investing. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Remember, play life like a video game. Try through fail to master.